Welcome to the Hot Chicks Write Hot Books podcast with Jen Foster and Melanie Johnson, where authors give you their inside secret tips on how to be a successful best-selling author. Hi, I'm Melanie Johnson along with Jen Foster. Thanks for coming today. I want to let you know we are sponsored by Elite Online Publishing. If you would like to publish your book and work one-on-one -on -one with Jen and I, we would love to have you and we will make you a number one best-selling author. We're also sponsored by BookWritingRetreats.com and if you'd like to join us down in the Dominican Republic and write your book at the beach at a fabulous villa, you can contact us at BookWritingRetreats.com and please join us. So thank Thank you so much for being here. We want to remind you to please subscribe to us. Hit that subscribe button. And also, if you would like to refer us to your friends and leave us a review, we would really appreciate it. Today, we have Mark Wasenberger with us. He is um, an author. He has written a great book. I'm really excited to talk to him because I think we're going to learn a lot about growing our business today, and um, especially what we talk about writing a book and how you can monetize that. His book is called Publishing the New marketing for entrepreneurs, how Apple and Amazon and YouTube have changed the face of publishing and marketing for your business. So Mark, welcome. We're so happy to have you here today. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay. Now I'm pretty old, so that's there's a lot of information there. So I'll try <laughs> to condense it. So, <laughs> but, but I grew up in a small town in Idaho on a farm, and I express that because you'll see as we go along, I'll uh, refer back to that. But I was not what you called your A student. I really struggled in school. In fact, I remember in eighth grade, my buddy and I, we constantly got in trouble with the English teacher because we were staring outside the window out to the farm because that's really what we wanted to do at that time rather than be in school. And uh, I share that because if I, I hate it when people say, well, if I can do it, you can do it. But in this case, if I can write a book, you can definitely write a book because I all but fell out of school. <coughs> and then when I was about 26 years old, I started my first business with my little brother. We went and borrowed a quarter million dollars to uh, in capital to get that going and was able to repay that in the first year and wow. actually operate our business on that for the next two years until we decided to expand. At that point, I went off on my own thinking I had the world by the tail, knew everything there was to know about life, and quite honestly, not everything I've done since then has been quite, you know, not everything has been successful. I've had my successes, but I've also had my failures. And like, I assume with most people, I've learned more from my failures than I have my successes. So that's a little bit about me and my background to get started. That's great. So a farmer from Idaho, so potato farmer, right? Potato farmer, that's right. <laughs> that's great. So tell us a little bit about how you came about to write this book. Um, tell us a little bit like where you started, how you thought, I'm going to write this book. Okay, and I'll go a little bit, bit back a little further before this book because I have an interest and hobby in health and wellness. So about three years ago, I decided I wanted to write a book on essential oils just because 
I needed to do that for myself to prove that I could do that. Uh, as I said, I wasn't very, I didn't do very well in school. In fact, my wife told me after I graduated from college, she because she went and got my transcript from high school, and she looked at that, and she was an A student, and she sat down on the steps of that high school and cried for a half an hour because she thought this is why we're leaving the farm is for this doughhead to <laughs> go to college and learn how to support us. So about three years ago I wrote this book. I didn't market it. I didn't do anything. I just wrote it just for the purpose and fact to prove to myself that I could write a book. Mm -hmm. And this uh, latest book, I decided to write that in January. I saw you at an event in San Diego after, you know, we lived like 20 minutes away from each other, but we hadn't seen each other for, I think, about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And as I sat through that event, and I was just there, I had just finished up working with a company or leaving a company that had forgot to pay me. Uh -huh. oh, I, I always know what that means. When, when you don't get a paycheck, I know the next uh, step of that. So I left that company, and I went down to that event to try to figure out exactly where I wanted to go with my life at that point. And as I sat there, they talked about books, as you know, and a number of other things. And so I came home saying I need to write a book, but I put that off a couple, a couple, three months, and then I finally said, okay, I've got to write a book because I need to prove for myself that I can actually not just write a book, can actually market a book and become a bestseller because they were talking about becoming a bestseller. And so that was the beginning of my book writing was just they at that event it uh, lit the you know the small flame in me to come home and write a book so so I started out slowly and it took a lot longer than I wanted it to but I got it done yeah and that's the main thing you took action so yeah without out, out action uh, nothing happens right you know, there's 80% of the people want to write a book, but only 1% do. So congratulations that you're that 1%. Thank you. So how did you write your book? Did you just sit at the computer? What was your discipline, and um, did you record it? Or what, what did you do, and what are your tips for writing? Well, just for me and my personality, I sat at the computer. I know there's quicker ways to do it, but for me, I need, needed to sit at that computer and type that book out and see, you know, because the kinesthetic part of me says you have to touch, the visual part of me said I have to see, and so I just uh, started typing it out. You know, I, I came up and I said, okay, what do I want to share, or what do I know that business owners want to know or need to know, and that was really the first step, and then I came up and outlined the uh, chapters in the book on what I wanted to share and then I from there I just sat down at the keyboard and started typing away and uh, eventually got it done. That's great. And what would you say what would you say your top three tips are for for writing? Like do you have a, did you have a special system or just like per week that you would spend hours or what would you do? Well, I have no special system. So. 
<laughs> I, I, I'm writing a, another book now, and I have a little more of a system there, but I just, uh, you know, the, the key thing is we've already talked about it, is just decide to do it, sit down, and take action. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not one that takes action, you know, writes a little bit every day, but do something at least once a week. Mm-hmm. And because if it, if you let it go beyond that once a week, the book's going to take a really long time to write. Yeah. For example, my you know publishing the new marketing for entrepreneurs, I wrote a little bit and then I just set it down and it was probably a month or maybe even six weeks before I came back to that book. And so I started that probably in June of last year of 2014. And I really didn't get that published until I think it was March of this year. Yeah. So it took me a really long time because I had those periods where I just set it off to the side and uh, didn't come back to it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good tip to kind of uh, set a regular schedule for yourself. So whether it's once a week, once a day, once a month, that you're going to set that time aside and give yourself a deadline and a regular schedule. So that's a really good do thing. Give us some things that uh, maybe that we should definitely do or we should definitely not do that you learn through the process of writing your two books. Well, de- definitely don't do is don't take no, you know, don't take any action. If you don't take any action, you'll never write it. So, you know, that goes along with the first do. You know, take that action. But it's just like I I help business owners in their marketing. And the first thing we need to do with a business owner is when you ask them, who is your product or service for? Nine times out of ten, they say everyone. And we all know that everyone is not our ideal client or who we need to be working with. And the same goes with the book. Who is your ideal client? Who are you writing that book for? And so that's the first do is to figure out who that book is for. And then secondly is what do they need to know or what is keeping them up at night? And how can your knowledge solve that problem for them? And then then based upon that, you can start the outline and what you want to put in that book on how you can solve your ideal client's problems so that they can sleep at night. So those are, those are the three. You know, decide who, who your market is, what keeps them up at night, and then start messaging around that. What are some um, questions um, that we can ask? Uh, to find our avatar, that person, that who this book is for, what should we be asking ourselves? Well, first, there's the, obviously the demographics. You know, male, female, age groups, family, etc., which helps. But the real key is the psychological aspects of that avatar. You know, what are they really feeling? You know, one of my mentors you know, uses example, who do they love? Who do they hate? And, uh, you know, what do they love? What do they hate? And I had, I don't know if you've ever heard of Dan Kennedy, but Dan Kennedy, he did a survey of his tribe or group following. And I was not shocked at this when, when he found out the results, but he acted like he was shocked. 
but he found out that like 97% of his tribe was conservative men over the age of, uh, I forget the age, but to hear him speak, I knew who his target market was. I knew that they were conservative and not on the left side of the political scale, just because when he does his teaching and his training and even writes his book, you, you can tell that if you're on the left side of the political scale, uh, you're going to be offended and not hang out with Dan for very long. Mm-hmm. And, and so that, and that's okay. And so that the point of that is, who do they love? Who do they hate? That's how you define your avatar. Because if you're trying to talk to everyone, then you're really talking to no one. And so yeah. those are just some questions that you can ask. Mm-hmm. I really like that. It's really helping me think about. Do we have our avatar exactly how we want it? Do we have that one specific person? So, yeah, it's really, really good. Really good. Let's get into a little bit um, how marketing, uh, about your book, how publishing has changed um, things for the entrepreneur. Um, Basically just your title through YouTube and Amazon and um, uh, the different, and Apple. Right, yeah, so if, if you look back over the scale, you know, the past few years in the marketing world, when I was growing up, newspapers, magazines, mail-out order catalogs, they were a big deal. I remember receiving those in the house as a kid all the time. And then the last few years, the Internet has come into play, you know, particularly Apple, Amazon, and YouTube, and they've created this great opportunity for entrepreneurs, business owners, authors that has really never been available to us before at a price range that is pretty awesome. You know, think about it. At, you, we're doing this on Google Hangouts for free. A few years ago it would have cost us ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars plus. Uh, Amazon, I write a book, they willingly allow me to put my book on their site to share with the whole world. You know, Apple with podcasts, the same thing. They, sh- they allow us to share this, our content, our information, our message that we have with the whole world. And so rather than using the yellow pages or sending that letter in the mail hoping to get someone, um, you know, get your avatar, we can really craft our message and using videos and search engines, it, we can really come down and narrow it down to that exact avatar that we are after for our business. Yeah. I, I think it's really great um, how in the last, I mean, I've been doing marketing too for uh, 10, 11 years, but even just the last five years, how specific it is now mm-hmm. with Amazon, YouTube, and Apple. And those are the three. Are, do you have another one in your title besides those three? No, those are the three I have. But those those are so big right now. I mean, they just dominate everything. And, you know, everywhere you go, and, and we're, we're talking about books on Amazon, but everywhere you go, like <clears throat> I was at my friend's the other day, she had FedEx deliver Amazon. Mm-hmm. All over the box was Amazon, right? So she had bought a baby formula. So, you know, whatever you buy, Amazon is just everywhere. And that's why the same with Apple. Apple has the, the pay where you can pay with your phone 
because they want you to just get it instantly. Everything. YouTube just came out with, I just got an email that they have YouTube Music now. You can download a totally different app on your phone other than YouTube. It's YouTube Music. And they, don't, they want you to listen to music on YouTube because there's almost like two different YouTubes now because they have music, all the artists, and whatever you want to learn, the other stuff, right? So, I mean, it's really big. Everything's just um, amazing that we can uh, tap in to that big world. We can tap into those billion-dollar industries and say, like you have in your title, you are a part of Apple, YouTube, and Amazon. Yeah, correct. And, and going along that, I received the same email from YouTube. Yeah. Like they sent it to me for three times for some reason. <laughs> but also, yesterday or the day before, I saw an article where Jeff Bezo, is that how you say his name of Amazon? He's now the fourth richest man in the world. Yeah. Wow. And it's all, all because he's helping other individuals create their own businesses and become entrepreneurs. Right. So how do you advise businesses in today's world that's so overwhelming um, <laughs> to even manage all these platforms and to utilize them the best that you can? Um, what do you give for advice? Well, that, that's where it comes back to your avatar, what, they, what their message is, because they're as you mentioned, there's like a thousand different platforms and there are individuals out there that think you need to be on every single one of those. Well, that's impossible. And not only that, your avatar is really not on all of those platforms. Where is your avatar at? You know, you know some of that comes from the demographics, the income, the gender, uh, but also where are they going to find the solutions to those things that are keeping them up at night? And those are the platforms that I suggest my uh, clients focus on are those two, three, maybe four that they know that their ideal client is there searching for information. That's great advice. You don't have to be everywhere, even sometimes, and that can be overwhelming, focus exactly where your person is. Like my son keeps telling me, Mom, no one's on Facebook. Facebook's for old people. So, you know, my son's 15. None of his, none of his groups, group avatars are on, on Facebook. So it's good to know who your demographic is and, and where they are, what they're watching, what they're listening to. So if, um, you know, most businesses that are catering to 35 plus, um, where would you say, how, if they're going to utilize, let's say, YouTube and Facebook, what do you suggest to them, or Amazon? Um, we're here promoting writing a book, and um, do you think that that's a good way for a business to get themselves known and create a niche for themselves? Well, I'll answer that with the, by telling you how I have plans of marketing my next book. And one way is I am going to start with Facebook. And because my uh, avatar isn't 15 years old like your son. <laughs> so, but, but also, the challenge with Facebook is the high earners are normally not there. At least, in my opinion, they're not there posting. But I think a lot of them, you know, for at least my avatar, my avatar has uh, two to three children. And I think they're on Facebook monitor, monitoring what activities their kids are doing and through Facebook if you advertise through Facebook and I'm not just talking about putting a post on your page right. but really using their marketing system you can narrow that down to an income range to 
a career to a geographic area. And so you can really narrow down, once you know who your avatar is, you can just really narrow that focus down on Facebook, which makes it very cost effective because you're not wasting your money advertising and marketing to other individuals. Mm -hmm. But So I'm going to start marketing and I'm so glad we had this, you invited me to for this interview today because it realizes that my timeline is getting pretty short and I need to start doing some of these activities in the next week or so, week or two so that I'm ready. But I'm going to start putting up blog posts to talking about specific things in my book. And the reason I do that is because not only can I pick who I want to see that post, but after they see that post, I can come back down back to Facebook and those individuals that have clicked on my blog, I could Facebook tracks that and now I can go in and create a like group and market to an even larger group of individuals that maybe I was unaware of before. But so I'm going to market that on Facebook. I'll do a book launch on Facebook, but through Facebook as well, I will also start promoting a live cast, just very similar to what we're doing here, that where individual business owners can come and listen and learn about the book and purchase it at this, you know, at that time. And of course, I'll throw some goodies in, some freebies and, and some uh, incentives for them to buy the book that day. I love it. Live casting is, is really big these days. And what we're doing now is a YouTube live hangout, which we're using Google Hangouts for. But what you're going to be doing is selling your book live on a webinar or or people call it a live cast or a webinar. Or There's so many different platforms out there now with we've got Periscope and Chat <coughs> and Blab and the kids, the teenagers are using You Now. And Melanie's the first one who told me about You Now. Her kids are using it. Um, and um, I think that I think that's all that I say. Periscope, I did. Yeah. There's there's more than that, um, yeah. but those are the ones that that are getting really popular right now. Right. And that live streaming, uh, what was it? Oh, last night uh, when I was uploading some videos to Daily Motion, they have a live streaming option which I didn't know about. Hmm. Um, and Vimeo has a live streaming option too that I didn't know about. Cool. So I learned something. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know because you don't hear about it because it's not really popular like all these other streaming places. But these live streaming apps um, like Meerkat and Periscope are just going to get bigger and bigger because, um, like you said, you want people to learn about you live and give you get, get, get those incentives when they buy your book. Yeah. yeah. Well, and actually, going back to a previous question on how Amazon, Apple, YouTube has changed everything for us, this is a perfect example. For authors in the past, they would have to go on book tours and fly from, you know, from city to city to city and promote themselves, pay, you know, that tens if not hundreds of thousands of dollars to promote themselves to become a number one best-selling author. And now for just really a few dollars, you can promote yourself. And not only that, you can get into American Falls, Idaho, where I grew up, and where on a physical book tour, tour, I would never end up going. Right. 
And you know what's really great is the, the point that you made that having a book, writing a book, and launching a book starts the conversation. So it gives you a reason to be talking to your people on Facebook, gives you a reason to start a live show, gives you a reason to send an email blast out to everybody. Um, so it starts a conversation instead of just trying to sell people more of your stuff. It's like, hey, I've got a book out and here on my blog I've got stuff. I've got things to say. I've got valuable content from my book that I want to share with you. So it really is a great way to start with the book, and then it's almost like a spider web. It shoots out from there. So I think the book is really the best way to start, and then everything comes from the book. The promotion, the reason to talk, the Facebook, um, the blog, the live show, all starts with the book. Absolutely. Well, Mark, we want to know where we can reach you, and um, do you have a book with you that you can hold up by any chance? I actually do, if you can believe that. Yay! Here's a copy of my book. You can buy it on Amazon. Just uh, search, search the title or search my name, and this will come up. And even my uh, essential oil book will come up. That I've probably sold five copies in the last three years because I've never promoted it, but I've still sold five or six copies by never promoting it. <laughs> So, but and and then they can visit find me on my website, which is just platinumclientstrategies.com. And that, again, one that's more time clientstrategies.com. Great. We'll put a link at the bottom of the page um, for people to click on. Okay. Great. Thanks. Right. And we'll add your um, books to our website as well, so people can um, buy them right at Hot Chicks or Elite Online Publishing. Well, thank you so much for coming, Mark. We all learned something new today, so that's what we're here for is to learn and grow with uh, becoming an author and everything that has to do with that. We're sponsored by Elite Online Publishing. If you would like to work with Jen Foster and myself, man, we would love to have you. It's an awesome experience. We work one-on-one -on -one with you, and we take you every step of the way, and we make you a number one best-selling author. So I know you would like that, and if you would love to come to our book writing retreats, you'll have your book done in a week, and you'll have so much fun and get a tan while you're doing it. So check us out at EliteOnlinePublishing.com or BookWritingRetreats.com. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. We want to have uh, you subscribe to us. And please leave us a review. We would love to hear from you. And refer us to your friends. Share us and tell other people that you learned a lot, and uh, we'd like them to join us too. So thanks so much. Jen, you want to say goodbye? Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. For more information, visit Hot Chicks, write hotbooks.com.